Welcome to the Building Heroes Podcast, where we learn to build heroes in our homes to help our kids be prepared for their life journeys. Hi, I'm your host, Molly Christensen, and I love to encourage and mentor you on your path. Hey everyone, welcome to podcast episode 80. A couple weeks ago, I talked about dead batteries and how that can easily happen to a homeschool mom or any mom really. And that really resonated with many of you. But I know that many of you, where you're probably agreeing with all these ideas, you're probably still thinking, but Molly, you don't know my life. I really don't have time for self-care like that. Between the kids, the husband, the work, the homeschool, babies, managing the house, all the things, I just don't have any extra time. I hear you. I totally thought the same thing. There are so many other things on the list that really do just get prioritized because you know how it goes. If mom doesn't do it, no one's going to do it. I personally went for many, many years without prioritizing much, if any, self-care. I mean, I did brush my teeth. That's pretty good. Um, and when I say self-care, I don't really mean, you know, watching a show or having lunch with friends or getting a haircut. And those are nice activities, but it's not self-care because self-care should be things that are going to recharge you, power you up. So if you want to hear more on that, go back to episode 78 because I've talked a little about that. Um, but the problem was, is that as a mom, I, I was often grumpy, overworked, overwhelmed, and I never really felt I could get it all done because I couldn't. And, you know, let alone thinking maybe I could actually get ahead. Yeah, right. You know, <clears throat> so when I was about five years old, my mom had what she calls a crash. She had given birth to baby number five a few months before. My dad was gone all the time because he was an international airline pilot. And when he was home, he was totally jet lagged. And she was just home most of the time by herself with five kids, ages like 11 and under. She was also a foreigner living in a country that was not hers and she didn't have any relatives. She really just couldn't do it anymore. She had reached her breaking point. She told my dad to watch the kids and she took off. And she went and stayed with a friend for a couple weeks. Nowadays, we do talk a lot more about mental health and getting help. And that's great. I'm so glad that my mom spoke up for herself and did something about it. But this story really affected me as a child and it also affected me as a mother. Because knowing that this happened to my mom made me think, I don't ever really want to get to that point where I just crash, you know? But the problem was, I didn't really know what to do to prevent it. Fortunately for my mom and for us kids, this did help her recharge and she did come back and she did take care of us. But I was just thinking, as I grew up to be a mom, it would be so much better if we didn't have to get to that point in the first place. Instead of a, you know, once in a motherhood runaway trip, <laughs> we could have some consistent self-care to prevent that. 
My first big problem about all this, though, was that I did not think I had any time to do it. I really had a lot on my plate, too. And I'm assuming my mom probably thought the same thing, too. So I decided I was going to dig in a little deeper into myself to figure out how I could actually have some time. I could actually fit these activities in my life that helped me feel recharged. So I did have the realization that I did have time for anything that I made a priority. But somehow I could not ever make self-care a priority. Um, And so I came up with some reasons about why I wasn't making time for self-care And I'm wondering if maybe you've been doing any of these or maybe some of these you can relate to. So number one is misunderstanding self-care. You know, maybe you thought you were doing self-care by watching Netflix, having a little time to yourself, scrolling some Facebook or eating some ice cream, buying yourself something. You know, maybe it's time for mom without kids. And seriously, these are nice activities. I'm not knocking them at all. <laughs> they're not bad, but they're not recharging you. Maybe you thought they were self-care, but maybe it's just, hmm. Okay, let's put it this way. We definitely need breaks, okay? If we are human and we can't keep going all the time, right? But sometimes, or quite often, These breaks are more about avoidance and numbing. They aren't feeling well. So you're not really making time for (laughs) self-care. I do talk a lot more about this back in episode 78. So you can uh, check that out again too if you missed that one. And we also focus on this a lot in Hair 3 membership and provide a whole support structure for you to get that self-care in your life. But yeah, I think part of the reason I didn't make time for it is because I didn't understand what it was. Number two is you don't ask for help. Okay, I don't know why this is, but I think so many of us moms really actually feel like we should be able to do it all, like everything. We're major DIYers. We don't want to ask for help. We don't communicate our needs to our husbands or others. We don't ask for the time. We just kind of suck it up. And I was definitely doing this. <laughs> and sometimes I still do. It takes practice. I was putting literally everyone else's needs first because I thought that their needs were more important. And I thought it would be selfish to ask for help. And there was also this little part of me that figured I shouldn't have to ask. People should just see the need and step in. Um, they don't. I'll just let you know. You probably won't that. You're not going to unless you ask. Okay, number three. You've tried self-care things before and you didn't like it or you couldn't make it stick. Okay, this one was huge for me. There were definitely things I knew I should be doing. Uh, but when I did them, I found them very boring or hard, or I didn't like them, or just didn't have the discipline to do them. Okay, I'll give you an example. One form of self-care that was really hard for me, well, there was actually a lot of them, (laughs) but 
this one in particular was exercise. Oh my word. I pretty much didn't like anything about it. So I would go through these, you know, little motivated cycles where I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to do it now because I know it's going to be good for me. And I would just do this little sport of activity for like three or four weeks. And then I would not stick with it because I didn't like it or I hurt. I would not ever get to that point of what they call, you know, the runner's high. <laughs> I'm like, what is that? Don't even know. I, I would just pretty much feel really sore and think, yeah, not worth it. <laughs> so of course I'm not prioritizing time for that. And then number four is, it is easier to just say you don't have time. It is easier to blame your kids, your husband, yourself, your circumstances, than it is to actually prioritize it. And this also connects to asking for help because if we don't ask for help, then we can blame the other people because you don't have time, you know? Especially when they aren't stepping up and helping you and you think they should be able to see drowning over here. Well, way easier to blame the other people and because then you don't actually have to learn how to make the changes to include self-care. And, yeah, it's, it's a lot easier to blame people than to prioritize the time because then you can just say, oh, I don't have time for exercise. Bummer. Yeah. Okay. So number five, you don't know you are worth it. You're worth taking care of. This is actually the root of all the problems of not finding any time for self-care. We tend to prioritize everyone and everyone else or everything else over our own selves. In fact, I heard about this study where they, <laughs> they measured how likely people were to administer a medicine to their pet. So the doctor said, your pet needs this medicine in order to live. And then they followed up to see how good the people were giving them the medicine. Well, turns out, most of the people were really good at giving this medicine to their pet because they love their pet, right? Then they tested people and how good they were at taking the medicine for themselves. Guess what? <laughs> people were way more likely to give their pets the medicine than they were to themselves, even though both of them were really good for or it was supposed to improve their lives, right? So why? It's because they valued that pet so much. They won't want to let the pet down. They love their pet so much. We do the same thing with our families because we value them so much, but we don't do it for ourselves. Crazy, isn't it? So we don't learn how to value ourselves enough to actually prioritize the time to make yourselves do the things. In fact, I'll just phrase this and from my perspective. I had to learn how to value myself enough to prioritize the time to make myself do the things I didn't like doing <laughs> simply because I knew it would recharge me and then I could show up as a better person for my family. So the good news is, is that even though or, you know, even with those things I don't really like doing, like exercise, <laughs> after you practice them long enough, you get through that first hump and you're not so sore anymore. And you do actually start getting to the point where you kind of like them, or at least you don't hate them so much that you don't do them, right? 
um, and, and you know what results you're going to get. And you like it enough to keep making yourself doing it regularly. So I don't know. Do any of these resonate with you? Are you doing these? Are you not finding time for self-care because of any of these? Like you don't understand what self-care really is. You don't ask for help. You've tried and failed too many times. You find it easier to blame others. And you just don't value yourself enough to do it. So this is all good news. Hopefully it's opened up your mind to realize a few things. And instead of getting to that point where we're so tired, exhausted, and overwhelmed, that all we want to do is just fill that hole in our heart with numbing and avoidance activities, maybe you can recognize now why you can't fit it in in the past, and you can start to choose to believe that you are worth it, and you can start filling up your life and your heart with those good, piling up, recharging things. Because if nothing changes, Nothing changes. And in episode 78, I had an Albert Einstein quote. He's a pretty wise guy. Not a wise guy. That didn't come out right. A wise man. How's that? <laughs> a pretty smart guy. He said, we can't solve problems by using the same kind of thinking we used when we created them. We are creating too many of these problems for ourselves. If we keep thinking on those lines, nothing's going to change. But when we can start thinking outside the box and seeing maybe why we're not spending the time and we start making different choices, we can really start empowering ourselves and having more power in our lives. When we start to realize what the real purpose of self-care is, that's when we can make a real difference in our own lives. Self-care is not selfish, but rather it's just so that we can get better, have more power. We can move up to our potential. We can expand our circle of influence and help more people. We have the time and energy to help others. We're not here to run ourselves ragged. That's no way to live life. So ponder on that. How's your self-care doing? I bet you're probably doing a little better than you think. But at the same time, if you are feeling that overwhelm and that tiredness, it really is time to reevaluate and see what you can do to change that. So I'd love to have you come on over and join us in the free We Are Building Phil Facebook group and consider joining the Hero's Journey membership too, where we're supporting each other and we are growing better every day. We're making progress, not perfection. Thanks for listening to the Building Heroes podcast. Can you help more people join the Building Heroes movement by sharing this podcast? More people can find it when you subscribe to the show, rate it, and leave a review. For more help on building heroes in your home, get the free Building Heroes resources at www.buildingheroesacademy.com.